Welcome into a toast of film and happy 2023. And on this week's episode, we are going to be kind of living our inner children, except with a darker side, because we will be reviewing Megan. But even more so than Megan, we will be getting into, you know, Megan is the newest and next generation of killer toys, but. We've had killer toys for many, many years. So what I'm going to be doing before we get into Megan is I'm going to be giving kind of a retrospective slash history of killer toys, killer dolls, what have you. So everyone, thank you for listening. It's 2023. Let's start off with a great episode. All right. So killer toys, killer dolls. I'm not going to get hit in every one of them because Lord knows there's a lot. I'm sorry, Demonic Toys, you will not make the list. I'm sorry, guys. But let's start with the start your engines category, let's call it. In 1936, a movie that was described as the strangest story the screen has ever told, The Devil Doll, 1936, came out. And so this one involved, um, much like the Shrinking Man, much like how they did a lot of um, early King Kong and dinosaur scenes, they used a forced perspective to make miniaturized people. And that was kind of the first time we had this killer toy thing become mainstream. But then what everyone would probably consider one of the most famous, especially if you're like me and grew up in the 90s, is the 1975 Karen Karen Black anthology, Trilogy of Terror, that little African doll. Everyone knows that little African doll. He was just a menace to society, just running around. He had his little spear, just a little, little bitty tyke. But he sure made Karen Black not a happy woman. Then we took a turn in 1978 with the Anthony Hopkins movie Magic, where it was a ventriloquist that was at the mercy of his dummy. You know, that movie has a great, if you want to look it up, Magic Anthony Hopkins, it has a wonderful uh, teaser trailer that you can find online. Just very good. And something that is big in pop culture, so big that they even parodied it in Scare Movie 2, was the 1982 and 2015 Clown Doll from the Poltergeist. I mean, clowns, for some reason, people already kind of have this fear of clowns. So this creepy clown doll popping out, not really something that a lot of people... We're too happy about probably a lot of nightmares. Now, from there, we get to what I would call this is the standard era. This is what we came to know when we're talking about killer toys, killer dolls, things of that nature. Started with 1987's Dolls. 
I actually recently uh, picked this up. They did a new nice little Blu-ray with a slip. Picked it up, watched it. Great movie. Good killer dolls. But people might be more familiar with a certain little ginger doll by the name of Chucky with 1988's Child's Play. I think it's safe to say that if you say, well, maybe not safe to say because of a movie we'll be talking about later with a particular pigtail doll, but if you say killer toy, killer doll, Chucky with that laugh, the red hair, the overalls, and I mean that first film is just incredible. Especially the reveal that, you know, when she opens him, finds no batteries, and he, like, screams at her. Just terrifying. But we also have the 2019 one, which is more of an AI-type doll. A little weirdo. I thought it I thought it was fun, though. And we also had 1989's Puppet Master. Pinhead, Torch, Blade, the Tunnler. These are, you know, very well-known. Um, there's, I think, like, 17... Puppet Master movies, but the first one, 1989, very creepy, very scary. And then, um, a very underrated movie with uh, Mickey Rooney in it is Silent Night 5, The Toymaker. Came out in 1991. This one's very cool. A lot of very creative little monstrous toys. But, let me bring up the Big Boy. A movie that, yes, this is probably the only non-horror movie on the list. But I think it needs to be said because you want to talk about killer toys. You want to talk about an amazing movie. You want to talk about an incredible cast. Then we got to talk about 1998's Small Soldiers. Which, before getting that, I also say Tiffany, the bride of Chucky, made her debut in 1988. Gotta show some love to Tiffany. Wonderful. But, Small Soldiers. It was directed by Joe Dante, who, one of my all-time favorite directors. I mean, he did Piranha, he did the Gremlins movies. But, I mean, you want to talk about a cast. And this is just voice actors. I'm not even talking about the real actors, like... Phil Hartman, the other individuals in the movie. I'm talking about just the voice actors. Tommy Lee Jones as Mazer Chip Hazard. Frank Langella as Archer. Um, some of your commandos, Orgus Byrne-Nine. The NFL's Jim Brown. Bruce Dern. Some other Argonauts, Christopher Guest and Harry Scher. And the Gwendy Dolls, you had Christina Ricci and Sarah Michelle Gellar. I mean, this is just a great cast. And to me, to this day, just... A awesome movie. I mean, Major Chip Hazard, awesome. You know, the Argonauts with Archer, awesome. Just, if you've never seen it, check it out. But, I will get to uh, now the present day era. And this will wrap up my discussion before we get into the Megan review. And things get... This is what people know nowadays, and it all started in 2007. A name that um, a lot of people would recognize, James Wan, you know, and Lee Wannell, two names everyone should recognize if you appreciate horror. 
and it was 2007's Dead Silence. Such, to me, just a great movie. Very creepy, very eerie. But that was just James Wan getting cranked up. Because in 2013, he introduced us to Annabelle. Now, Annabelle, she don't really do nothing. But it's just seeing her. And knowing she's there, that's just... You know, send a shiver down your spine. And 2015, 2016, we also got Krampus, which had all kinds of killer toys. Shout out to the little bear. The little bear is my favorite. And uh, Goosebumps, which we've had the Goosebumps TV movie that had uh, Slappy the Dummy, but he was in the new one as a big force. And uh, we also had Brahms, the boy. Once again, doesn't really do nothing. But still, you know, great. But through all that, we got to today's film. That is right. It is time for our girl, the dancing machine Megan, to make her appearance. Wanna hang out? Yeah, sounds like fun. Great job. It's nice to have a friend. It's honestly like she's part of the family now. They could be building emotional connections that are too hard to untangle. All right. Megan is here. You know, 2023, Megan has a three in the name. Coincidence? I'll leave that up to you. But this movie, before I get into it, because I got so much to say about this movie. The, we got the director, Gerard Johnstone. We got the story and screen, the story by James Wan, you know, who I just told you, huge doll guy, and Akila Cooper. And Akila Cooper also did the screenplay, and she also did the screenplay for Malignant, very enjoyable film that we talked about. And also, she wrote the screenplay for a movie that me and Trey love, and that is Hellfest. I mean, Hellfest, extraordinary movie, but that's near here or there. So, in this movie, we got Allison Williams as Gemma. You know, she's from Girls, Get Out, The Perfection. And she takes in her niece, played by Violet McGraw, from, uh, who plays Katie from Haunting a Hill House, Dr. Sleep. Who, Katie recently became an orphan. This is her aunt. And Alice Williams' character, Gemma, she's like not real sure how to help Katie. And so she, being a inventor and a creator... She does what she knows best, and that is building. So she makes her the Model 3 generative android, or Megan. And Megan was brought to life not only through the hard work of all the people involved, but Amy Donald did the body, the dancing, all that kind of stuff. And Jenna Davis did the voice. And for me, really, to tell you how much I love this movie. I'm going to break it down into three distinct parts that I think define Megan. So the first one, I'm just going to go and say comedy. This movie had a lot, it was just a fun movie because it had a lot of good comedy and a lot of it came from Megan. Let me tell you, Megan, she bad as hell, man. You don't want to cross Megan because she does that little head tilt or she just like adjust you know her eyes 
you know, she'll smart off at you and she smarts off at you. You're about two seconds away from if you cross her again, that's all she wrote. And there was just little lines and quips throughout the movie that Megan just had me cracking up, man. And I'm going to save the biggest surprise for my third one. But the second one, some good kills and blood. Let me tell you, Megan, like I said, she don't play. Like, she don't care if you're an adult. She don't care if you're a kid. She don't care if you're a dog. You know, Megan is here to protect Katie. And if she thinks you're a threat, then she's going to become the Terminator. And that's all she wrote for you. But. Let me tell you something I was very surprised about. And I really have to applaud the writer-director on this one. This movie was sweet and endearing, which I did not see. There's a scene in the movie where Katie is, you know, she's very upset because she was thinking about her parents and all. And Megan sits down with her and talks with her and then she sings to her. And I just didn't expect scenes like that because there's a few instances in this film where it's just sweet. You know, it's just a very endearing, you know, you really buy into them being friends. And I just really thought that that was just that's what this movie needed is we got the funny we got the gore scare you know but that one little thing that's what separates this from a lot of the other films i mentioned is it you know it has that real endearing part but this movie there's so much going on one thing uh, i also love is for those familiar with this reference we get a Child's Play 2 ending type part with Megan that I was not disappointed by because I was like, oh my God, they pulled a Child's Play 2. And let me say Megan, she's, you know, she's just, she's funny, she's endearing, but you cross her, Katie, you know, hey, we'll look for you in the obits. So for me... Because I think this is such an enjoyable movie. And I will say, go to a theater, see this on a Friday, Saturday night with a crowd. Because y'all are going to have a great time. I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 5 cheers. I just think that there's so much in this movie. Because, I mean, I'm not going to bring up... Yeah, could there have been some better, you know, acting choices? Things like that? Sure. But to me, the comedy hit, the horror hit, um, and then the endearing stuff I thought was just a great touch. So for me, 4.5 out of 5 cheers. Go see Megan. That's M3GAN in theaters now. But we have reached the end of the episode. I hope that y'all enjoy this. I hope that this is just the start of another great year of movies reviewed on here. But guys, if you want to get in contact with us, there are so many ways you can. But let me tell you the best ways. Check us out on Twitter at film underscore toast. Or check us out on Instagram and TikTok, a toast of film, all one word. 
And from Trey and myself, we just wish you good night and good viewing.